0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Adam and Eve. Are you looking to pick up a few items or feats to level up your erotic gameplay? Look no further than adamandeve.com. Toys, lingerie, candles, romance kits. Adam and Eve has it all and is offering 50% off just about any item, plus free shipping, which includes rush processing. That's 50% off one item, free shipping with free rush processing. Adult games, remote-controlled pleasure enhancers, they even have a questionnaire called the vibrator, wizard which helps you determine your perfect vibe if you know what i mean so go to adamandeve.com and select any one item just enter offer code papa at checkout that's papa p-a-w p-a-w at adamandeve.com this offer is exclusive to this podcast so be sure to use the code papa to get your discount 100 percent free shipping and get it fast with rush processing code papa goodbye sweeties
1: Welcome to the bonus episode. Oh, we
0: have a song. Right. After the episode is the bonus episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> really? You haven't spoken exactly yeah. for 10 minutes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been rehearsing it under my breath. Yeah, you That's
2: have a really
1: notebook. Cool. you read that. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> There's so many drafts. <laughs> Uh, But guys, thank you for getting us up to, we're up to 400 reviews and climbing. We said if we got to 400 reviews, we would do an episode where we answered your guys' questions about the campaign or D&D in general. We keep our promises. And we keep our promises. We're good people. Yes. (laughs) Uh, so why don't should we just kick it off and get right into a yeah. question? Yeah, I would, lo- I would love that. Per cool. Percent. So I've organized some fucking episode four spoilers. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, we do. Re- we record the episodes in blocks, so I had to I had to prep these guys before we started today, not to give spoilers for things that happen. Right. Well, and I got a good one. <laughs> Hard one kills Denny.
2: It's just...
0: Denny comes back.
2: I yeah, I would never kill Denny. I like Denny's out, character so much. He
0: was king of the Bullywogs. Oh,
1: that's cool. <laughs> cool. So guys, um, people asked us questions on the uh, Not Another D&D subreddit. podcast subreddit. Yeah. Uh, you can check it out at r Not Another d podcast or on Twitter at hashtag nadpod. That's two D's. That's two D's, baby. And one pod. <laughs> and one pod.
0: Yeah. Two D's up top, uh, one D at the end.
1: <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> Three collective Someone D's. Someone is like
1: it's... very confused at their <laughs> computer.
3: That's <laughs>
2: nadpod with two D's, one D at the end. Though, and then an A in the front, and then, uh, then an
1: N first, and a P right in the middle.
3: And that's how you spell. It. Fucking love to spell.
1: <laughs> Dope. So we're gonna get to as many questions as we can. If we uh, didn't get to your question, I-, I think we're still gonna go on the subreddit, and we'll try to answer as many as we can. I'm yeah, gonna, I'll it. be on there. I can't speak I for these. I love that. Let's do that. These freaking ragamuffins. I
0: always read the subreddit.
1: All right. First question comes from Mike T on Twitter. He says, I'm curious how you all decided on which race slash class you were going to be. Did you just pick the one that sounded coolest? Was there any conscious collaborative effort made to balance the party? What, if any, guidance did Murph provide?
0: Hmm. Murph provided jack shit. Um, <laughs> I, I write his DM I actively encourage for you him. guys
1: not
4: to play. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I texted with Murph a little bit about my character. I, I, I played.
0: I I derailed Caldwell. Yeah,
4: that's true. That was um, I had initially was just going to play like a pretty straight up druid. Uh, I think I was still going to do a halfling druid, but I was going to do a druid that was a boy scout. I knew I wanted to be a boy scout, but you had
1: already kind of created the green teens. You were going to do the green teens, but you were going to be a druid, right? But then Emily Red is just like a normal sized person. No, 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 a what druid's is a, druid? a class.
2: <laughs> a, oh. You play with a druid.
1: <laughs>
0: Emily I was, is like, a druid. I thought Moonshine's
2: like, a druid. Oh, half, oh, Moonshine's a druid. Although yeah. Moonshine
0: is a pretty funky So it's just like druid. a magic
2: person. Person.
0: Yeah, but Moonshine's a pretty funky druid because she can actually deal some damage. Because I was reluctant to play a druid because I play a druid in another campaign and I was like, I already play a druid and my druid isn't that powerful. I'm worried about having like just three people and like one of them is a druid. But then I read about the Circle of Spores Druid, and I was like, "That's pretty." And, and then yeah. And then you
1: had to text Caldwell <laughs> and tell him that he couldn't be a Druid anymore.
3: I oh,
0: halfling,
1: I thought you were you're a halfling
4: Druid, or no? You're I'm a halfling uh, paladin. Green, paladin. Green knight. Yeah. Paladin. Yeah. Right. Is a
1: Paladin a race? No. No, a paladin's a class. Yeah. Jake, <laughs> I, I'm learning along with the listeners. This you're doing a good I... job like on the podcast. You're very entertaining. You're <laughs> you're playing the game pretty Pretty intelligently. Appreciate yeah. that. It's amazing that you don't know anything. I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well,
3: that's why
1: I chose,
2: I chose a human because right. I was afraid of like all the pe- the spells and the potions and all the... Well, a the, the well, human shit. can still be a wizard. Oh, no. We just, we <laughs> are, uh, <laughs> your, your class is fighter. You chose fighter because of right. that. I, I mean, Murph gave me a lot of guidance, clearly, as anybody so, listening could tell.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, to go back to the original question, we were here when you chose, when uh, Jake chose... His character, uh, his race and class. He knew he wanted to be human, like Aragorn. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> then really
3: working,
0: Murph was probing you, being like, "Well, what do you want to do?" Like basically saying, "Like, oh, do you want to be this kind of class? Do you want to be this kind of class?" And you were like, "I just want to be really cool and do like, <laughs> that stuff." And and then Murph was like, "Do you want to be like a champion?" And you're like, "Yeah, a champion." <laughs> yeah.
2: that that really is it. Yeah, there's, there's I, li- I waited for buzzwords. <laughs>
1: There's a subclass of fighter that is is really the easiest class to play, which is uh, at level three, you you can take the champion subclass. And all it means is that you critical hit easier. You get more attacks earlier. It's just, it's the easiest class. And also it really plays in the hard one's personality, which is great. It yeah. makes it very easy to be your friend.
2: If uh, you just... if it makes any, if it clears anything up. When I was in college, I my math credit was uh, elementary school uh, math for teacher, like teaching uh, major people. <laughs> oh. well, I hadn't declared, so I was allowed to take that as a math credit.
0: <laughs> so I just
2: learned, I relearned like my multiplication table. Wow! So it's like when I you always do... take the path of least resistance.
0: That is so funny. Wait, where's were your like final like tests? Like, did you have to like? host a math class for the rest of the class.
2: Uh, the sad truth to this is that I didn't go to my final because I skipped everything and I got an F in the class. Hell yeah.
0: You got an F in elementary math. That's right. <laughs> but Jake, the teachers get to look
2: at the answers. That's the whole point. <laughs> it's I know. It's crazy. I, I had a final and I had a D in the class. And then instead of taking the final, I just went home for summer early. <laughs>
1: That is a level of not Look giving a fuck. I wish I could achieve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but rude. Caldwell, you're. I feel like Beverly was kind of a happy accident because you yeah. you became a paladin as sort of a concession right. to <laughs> em, to Emily. But uh-huh. I think Beverly wouldn't be as good if he wasn't a little paladin.
4: No, I think making Beverly a strong boy really worked in his favor.
1: <laughs>
0: it's it's. Would so he have not adorable. been a
1: boy if he was a druid? Um,
0: no, you were gonna make him just... a little
1: man.
4: Uh, no, I think he was always going to be a boy. He was always going to be a boy scout. Uh, but I think that by leaning into him being a strong boy, it got a little more into what I really want him to be, which is just a little anime character. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, And by having him be like this nice little strong boy, he's basically like, He's basically the protagonist of every shonen anime. He's yeah. basically just Deku
1: for My Hero, but like since he's a halfling, he'll always just be a sweet little guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay, uh, that brings us to another question. I kind of have these organized so we're quasi on topic. That's the DM. In Weird. Me. <laughs> Very nice. Should we be rolling? Not, I value order. Okay, we should um, at least be rolling for who answers the question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would actually be really fun. I don't have my
2: dice with I me. I don't have my dice All right, with so let's me. just everybody right, so guess so what they would have yeah. rolled. <laughs> uh, I think I just got a 20. Okay, wow. That's really good. I
0: got a 25 because I have plus five to whatever I roll.
1: Shit, that's awesome. Okay, <laughs> you do so you um, Theo Dudley from Reddit asks... Hey, guys, my question is for everybody. Are your characters expressions of yourself to some extent, or are you more into the idea of playing a character completely unlike your real self? I feel like I can answer for everybody. Yeah. right? <laughs> Go for it. You're such a good
2: boy. <laughs> Aw. And you literally are a hick elf. <laughs> yeah, the weird thing was- and I've been growing my beard on purpose since we started playing, right. trying did, to be a hard one.
0: I did buy two pairs of overalls the other day. <laughs> You, Emily Emily
1: has been wearing so much overalls and eating more
2: mushrooms. Hey, don't yeah. sell me
0: out. I have been eating more mushrooms, and
2: you've got the cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, I I think that what I when I was gonna play Moonshine, I remember having this really big debate in my head. Which I when I voiced it out to Murph, it sounded insane. Which is that I was like, I think I really want her to be because a lot of other D and D play uh, characters I play are like really angsty or you know, really staunchly about something else. Or, you know, like uh, I've got like a really, I don't know how to describe her, a really uh, religiously close-minded cleric that I play. Um, no. and, uh And I wanted to play this one like super sweet. I was like, should I play a real sweetheart? And like,
1: you originally wanted to name her Sweetie. Yeah. And I said, wow. please. I'm so glad you went with that. I can't imagine playing with like. You guys do have a, a great group dynamic because your your characters all have, you know, character flaws and personalities, but none of you are like the angsty rogue who doesn't want to work with anyone. which
4: right. always just leads to fucking a bad game. We're all very enthusiastic.
0: I will say that is the one thing that ties all of my characters together is that I'm very obsessed with party. Like, I I am incapable of playing a character that's like... I don't know if I want to be traveling around with you guys. I'm, yeah. I'm always like, "Cool, we're family now. I've immediately met <laughs> right. you and you are now <laughs> under my wing." I
4: saw a lot of comments about people waiting for the episode where I slip up and call Hardwon and Moonshine <laughs> mom and dad.
0: <laughs> that really made I mean,
4: in me
3: the first episode too. we
2: become your scoutmasters. Exactly. You guys are
1: pretty much his parents. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. You
0: know what? Going back to that question of the Moonshine thing, it's like, "Well, first off, one thing is like I really I relate to her hospitality. I love cooking for other people and I love like uh, I love getting everyone together but I also she she like desperately does not want to be a mother even though she loves family and so Whoa. like I would say that's true about me so I think I think that all the stuff with uh, Beverly and Moonshine it's just like she gets to have like this little son without having to actually do it
4: yeah you also
2: do have a fungal entity form
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's, I guess that's, that's, that's the that's a fun part about
3: the
2: characters too because like on a, on a lighthearted level, you're like, oh, this person's a, a badass. But then, like, on a deeper level, you always, like, insert a small part of you into the character that makes them yeah. yeah. so much more fun. Yeah, to play,
1: you kind of have to, right? Like, that's kind of the only way to get invested. I think you're either playing a version of yourself or you're playing kind of who you want to be in right. a way hard yeah. one for me is both.
0: <laughs> I will say- The
1: insecurity, but also he does rule. <laughs>
0: yeah. I will say all of my characters are very interested in women.
1: <laughs>
4: I um, So that's
0: always acting out something that I don't act out in my day-to-day life.
4: Right. I, yeah, Caldwell, do you want to talk about your connection to Beverly a little? <laughs> um, I do have, I, I was an Eagle Scout. I, I was in the Boy Scouts of America- and uh, I do have a big merit badge sash. Uh, and I like quantifiable achievement. <laughs> <laughs> and I do like making people, I, I like pleasing people and making sure
1: people are happy and sated. That sounds like Beverly to me. Yep. Very All much. right, let's go on to another question. On the topic of the characters, Olivia Moody from Twitter asks, How did Moonshine get Pawpaw? Is he from a pedigree possum breeder or is he a, <laughs> a rescue possum?
0: Oh wow. I think it's a I think it's much more one of those situations like if you watch that cat's do, cat's documentary on YouTube, like the cat just Oliver shows up. Oliver and company?
1: Or Keddy?
0: Keddy, yeah. Okay. Um, it's like the cat just shows up every day. I think it's kinda just like papa and moonshine were like j- they just kept crossing paths and then it was like I don't know. Do we just team up? Okay. <laughs> I think it was like that.
1: I was telling Emily that there is a Meemaw gump, and that is Meemaw's possum. And oh. she's a big possum. And so a little little peek behind the screen, but Pawpaw mm. is the runt of one of Meemaw's litters. <gasps> oh, man. Wow.
0: I didn't even know that yet.
1: <laughs> this is great. I can't wait for us He's to He's all... a
0: runt? Please don't have that reflected in his stats. No, he's
1: just like he's, <laughs> he's not he's, he's not actually like you know developmentally different than a different possum, but he's a, maybe a little crazier, maybe a little more rabid. He didn't yeah. get no quite normal. as nourished as a child. I can't wait, wait. And
0: another another thing is, whenever there's pawpaw noises, it's usually Jake. <laughs> yeah. Jake, will you do your little pawpaw paw? <laughs> <noise? laughs>
1: <laughs> when we were doing when we did the shout-outs at the end of the last episode, Emily was like, Jake has to do the pawpaw shout-outs. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you gotta be responsible for them. You're they're your it's your possum. What did you how does your pawpaw voice go?
0: Oh, I didn't do it. I just did like a like, papa, why are you like why are you biting at my leg? I oh, was, it's because he wants a, to say a, how do to you do.
2: I had a weird fantasy, uh, or not even a fantasy. I guess more of an idea. Uh, but someday <laughs> no, when we, get, cool. our, I when
0: we get our when we get our first bed. ad,
2: I want to have our coupon code be Papa. Absolutely. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> what a big oh, dream!
4: What I know. A big dream. That one you ad. <laughs> Can you
1: imagine? PAW it's PAW. awesome that you describe that as a fantasy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I have a boring life. Man. It's just Jake, like on his porch, looking at the sunset, being like one day
0: <laughs> one of these days we'll say enter papa for five percent off
4: i just can't come wait on, for space. <laughs> i just can't wait for everyone in our party to be dead so that it can finally be papa adventures
0: No, oh, man. <laughs> that is one thing that i don't murph and i haven't really come to a conclusion yet about if papa will level up like like an animal companion or not
1: you I am so close to being able to talk to Papa. You are very close to being able to talk to Papa, because you guys are level two right now. Yeah. At level three, if Caldwell's character, if Beverly takes the uh, Green Knight subclass, the Oath right. of Ancients, uh, you'll be able to cast Speak to Animals. You better fucking believe <laughs> I'm gonna do that.
4: <laughs> do you know how do you know how awful it is to be with your family at dinner and they're all sharing jokes with a dog and you don't know what they're saying? It's the worst. <laughs>
3: wow.
2: It's a Ugh. cool character trait. <laughs> I watched my dad talk to my dog growing up, and I always wondered what they were talking about. It's because like every dad does talk to the dog,
1: but like this dad can actually understand what the dog yeah, saying. Yeah, they had
2: long, meaningful conversations by yeah. the fire.
1: A lot of people have been uh, commenting on Reddit and tweeting at me, suggesting to have Amir come on and voice Papa. <laughs>
0: but see, that makes and me mad because Jake is the voice of Papa.
1: But even but even that. Papa has been trying to give Amir my accomplishments for years. (laughs) Papa is going to talk so much. Like soon, you guys are going to be able to speak to him. Amir would need to be a need to want to sit with us and play D anD D for six hours at a time, Uh several times, and he can't even like not make fun of you. And right. plus, we already know that Mir
4: is <laughs> going to voice the uh, the resurrected dark dragon. Right. <laughs> That's right.
0: I just realized, isn't there a druid thing that I can uh, cast like awakened? Can I awaken Papa at like a super high level?
2: What do you mean awaken Papa?
0: Like give him his own. It like, <laughs> like, becomes him?
3: more intelligent. This yes. is finally when you're
2: willing to become a mother. Wait. It's like Shape of Water
4: with you and Papa. Yeah, Emily, you, can, you could I awaken Papa. Papa. Emma, you could Rats of Nim Papa. <laughs>
3: I Holy think shit! So. You could Mrs.
1: Frisbee, Papa. That's oh yeah, do it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Papa's gonna invent electricity. Cool. Let's do another question. Um, this one's from the Reddit, from the Prince of Fear. Love Ooh, Reddit.
0: I'm How
1: terrifying. far ahead is the story planned? Is there going to be a big plot or just a bunch of mini arcs like the Moonstone Saga? Also, is character death a risk here?
0: Hmm. I can answer that. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: I think about it, as far as how far ahead the story is planned, I don't think, I wouldn't consider the Moonstone saga like a mini arc. It's just, that's the village you guys are in right now. Right. Um, And you guys will still be the same characters. You'll you'll pick up clues in Moonstone that will lead you somewhere else. So everything will be connected. It's not just going to be like... Oh, you guys do this, and then you go on to the next thing for no reason, or you you know, get rid of these characters and roll new ones. It's going to be, Moonstone will happen, you guys will do good, or you'll do bad, and then things will happen based on that. And then we'll get mm-hmm. to decide where we want to go next. Pretty much, oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I've
2: got, I think I have two questions. Uh, one, say, <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed to answer this, or if it'll be too much behind the curtain. Sure. Um, but... When we, were, when we snuck around that, like, half-orc uh, barbarian guard dude, right. uh, in your head, are you like, you have, what's going to happen if we talk to that dude? Or at least, like, enough backstory on that guy. Right. And enough backstory if we just ignore him and go across the river. Totally. Are you, like, hoping for one thing or the other? Or are you, mm. like,
1: what's your thought process as
2: we're deciding?
1: So with Moonstone, I have the Barbarians who have kind of their own goals. I have the Green Teens quest, and then there are also other things going on that haven't happened yet on the on the um, podcast, so I, I won't say them. But basically, everyone has their own goals and fears and things that they want. So it's less about me being like, oh, if they don't talk to this guy, I don't know what I'm going to do. And it's more like, okay, this guy wants to... X. Mm-hmm. If they stop him, he won't do X. If they don't stop him, maybe he will. Or maybe he would have helped. Right? You know what I mean? Maybe he was tired of the other barbarians. Maybe he's like more of a peace-minded druid who wants to join the other druids in Moonstone. And maybe he would have helped you guys. Right. Or maybe he's, he was, guys. Guy. Oh. maybe he's a bad guy. Maybe he's a bad guy. Maybe he would have turned into a bird as soon as he came near you. He would have told, flew off and told the other barbarians, or maybe he was super powerful and you would have fought him and he
2: would have kicked your ass. And even though you have something for no matter what we decide to do, is there ever like a hope in your heart? Like, I hope they talk to this guy. This would be fun.
1: Yes. For instance, at the tavern, you can kind of influence what people do by making it more tantalizing. Like Scoutmaster Denny, I wanted you guys to talk to him. You could have walked right in that bar and sat with the fisherman. Which would have been a little bit less interesting than Scoutmaster we Denny talking right? about fish.
0: I don't know, man. I could really sit through some descriptions of <laughs> fantasy fish. <laughs> but episode
2: one was just us talking about fish for an
1: hour and a half. Get this, tuna is called zuna. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think
1: you can like encourage that stuff by being like, "Well, Denny's sitting by himself at the bar, so he's at the bar. Mm-hmm. So you're probably going to go up and order a drink." Yeah, right. right. So then I can initiate that conversation. But there's also, it's it's encouraging people to do the most interesting thing, but ultimately they'll kind of come up with the most interesting thing on your own. Yeah,
4: it's right. like in a video game when like one area is really well lit and everywhere else <laughs> right. is dark. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, like, yeah, yeah it's I'll like here. <laughs> you could show up to Moonstone and it could have been, and I've certainly played games where this has happened where it could be like Caldwell's character shows up and instead of running right up to hard one, He instead is just like, I don't want to go to the tavern because I'm a paladin and that uh, I I don't want to be a place where they're serving alcohol it's and true. I just have to be like all right well he walks around what does he see well maybe he sees this half-orc druid that's sitting down by the bay you know oh, you still right. have all these things planned new, out new
4: character detail uh Beverly does have a bunch of condoms that he hands out to people
0: <laughs> Oh hell yeah wait what is a fantasy condom yeah. <laughs> what is what is what is, so, what is so, a condom in Bahumia look right, like same question. It would
4: be like a lamb skin but from like a fantasy animal what's a good oh, like like an like owlbear like skin, skin?
0: And an owl bear an skin. Owl, owl just bear an skin owl bear's condom? foreskin that's <laughs> yeah. just been stitched just like up a, a, with a, some seagrass. Uh-huh, a possum
2: skin. <laughs> no, Beverly keeps on looking at Papa. Yeah.
4: I feel like owl bear, owl bear uh, foreskins are like naturally elastic, so it would just work
1: perfectly.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. They
1: also have spermicide uh, naturally
0: occurring. Oh, yeah. The oils in in their of their hides. skin discourage the growth of sperm. <laughs> so that's that. now canon. Yeah. Write, yeah. That right. I'm, yeah, I'm typing, write that I'm down. Yeah. Please write that down. I'm typing
1: uh-huh. as we speak. Dear Wizards of the Coast. Ha 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 Oh, Some man. ideas. <laughs> well, let's talk about the second part of this question because uh they asked uh is character death a risk here? And I will say it absolutely is no. a risk here. Yeah. That's another it warning is, to us.
2: Is. Yeah. That is why that <laughs> we've been chastised why. week after week. <laughs> Our DM won't yeah, stop hectoring like, us to
4: stay alive. It's, it's like after a big game, you like go to the locker room and then like you get cornered by the coach <laughs> and are just like, you won this time, but those were bad fundamentals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we got a talking to talk to you by right. Coach Taylor. <laughs> You're not
2: always gonna win when you shoot the ball up from fucking like, mid court,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? But I mean, Hardwood's had a couple close calls.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. I think that what happened is the first game, I was super scared that I was dead, and then it turned out I was knocked out, and everybody bailed me out.
0: Um, I will say, I will say that like if I had not played a lot of D and D, if I didn't know that Murph would gladly kill one of my characters, um, <laughs> just to teach me a lesson. I would send Papa on like spy missions and right. do like ha- like fight with him and stuff like that. But because I know that the threat of death is looming, I'm very conservative and pretty much keep him in my overall bib. Well, which is-
1: yeah, I I will say I I, I don't kill people as punishments. Right, right. I, I'm not being No, unfair. I just think
0: that you you, you are them a themselves. very fair DM.
1: Right, I think, but I think that the podcast would be less interesting to listen to, and I think the game would be less interesting to play yeah, if right. If there was no danger.
0: That's true. Sometimes, I mean, a, a lot of times things go, like we have another campaign with Murph's friends from New Jersey. Bragging. And two of the people have had to re-roll new characters because one of them was turned into a werewolf. And the other one was uh, accidentally sent to another astral plane. So it's like, but these were all because of stupid moves on our party's part. So it's like, they were all very fair. It it, it made sense. It was the right move as a DM.
4: I have a question for Murph. If I die... Can I just introduce Beverly's secret twin, Sniverly? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. The rule is you have to pick a different class. Oh, okay. Um, and you could, if you really, really were like, I really just need to play Beverly's cousin, <laughs> and I need to be a halfling druid or something that was like similar to Beverly, uh-huh. we could talk about it. But I think... I. I think it's cool when people, you know, if, if, like, one character goes, just make a new one instead yeah. of making a junior version of the other one. And It's going to be cool right. if one of our dies because then, like, we do get to
4: have a funeral in real life with all of our listeners. <laughs> I would be so depressed if Hard One Surefoot died. It would I be, I
1: legitimately be sad if it one would, of the
2: characters die. yeah but it's I would, sad yeah. well, I, don't I, don't I fucking ordered my that. hero from hero force <laughs> <I
3: know. laughs> and it hasn't
2: arrived yet and, it, and I, if it
1: comes when I'm dead I'll be very sad oh man <laughs> I don't That's think telling. I can handle that but I think consequences is is, is is what makes the game so exciting so the fact that you failed at that bullywug call right and, uh, the whole camp was alerted the next time you do something like that and you succeed you guys will flip the fuck out it's true and the listeners will be so happy right as and opposed it'll be more to,
2: fun when we're like talking about like should we try this again and I am Lock gonna it, try you know, it again and again and again <laughs> Right.
0: I, so this is what we were talking about almost a little bit before we started recording which is that when I re-listened to the podcast I had thought I had thought like oh man that was such a good idea of Caldwell <laughs> to make that mating call that's such a good call and then I re-listened to the podcast and it was me who said <laughs> to make the mating call <laughs> and I was so ashamed <laughs>
1: It was also funny because Jake brought up, he's like, "Couldn't we just snap some twigs?"
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I was thinking this as you guys were like, "We need to lure him out with a sound." In my head, I'm like, "Okay, they're gonna, you know, make some sounds in the woods like they're an yeah, animal or something." Noises. So he goes uh, yeah. and 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 looks and and uh, investigates himself. But
2: there's something that's so funny to me, like just uh, pure comedy uh, about yeah. like being steamrolled by a s- dumber idea.
1: <laughs> yes, I agree. Like, Absolutely, the
2: tide is is turned like, no, no, no. We're doing a mini call.
1: Right. <laughs> and right. I, I, I never want to discourage you guys from doing those bold moves, but I think it's fun to kind of balance yeah. the major victories in those moments and right. the major failures. And,
0: yeah. But here's the thing, though. That would have been such a fucking awesome moment if Little had just let out a super convincing female yeah. bully walking. Yeah. You know you that makes me yeah. think of
2: is when, we, when you walked into the temple of Melora uh-huh. and... You're like, can I sing a song? And Murph is like, fine. Roll and <laughs> you roll the fucking twenty or an eighteen or something, and it was just like, brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> top forty it's like hit. A- yeah, we can't do anything about it. It's an amazing song. <laughs> <And>
1: you <laughs> you had... win this round. You had a plus six to deception, right? Yeah. You had a plus six to deception. I gave you advantage. You had to get a 20, but you had two chances. You got to roll two die to roll a 14 or higher. So that's still pretty I good got odds. really close, yeah. And and I will say as far as like character death or consequences or anything like that, I would never have, you know, you do that and then all of a sudden spears come out of <laughs> everywhere and you fight 30 bullywogs It's right. like the scouting party was alert they came after you guys now that after that happened you guys have made another crazy decision to run towards the camp now you might die (laughs) know that if we die it will be because we've committed some
4: grave sin
1: (laughs) you have to commit uh, yeah it's kind of like a it's like a two strike rule basically Uh you can do one thing really stupid Consequences will happen. If then after that, while you're barely alive from that consequence, you do no something lessons. stupid again, then you might die. <laughs> Let's get to another. Question.
0: I will wait. I also want to say one thing since we're talking about that because I just feel so feel like I really uh, I really fudged it. I mean, I stand by the decision, but. Uh, I also had no clue that the gong was to alert yeah. right. other Which made it, bullywogs. I thought, oh, that's a ritualistic gong. Yeah. That's going to be for when they... We are, <laughs> it made a lot of sense be... in
2: retrospect, but like, it, didn't, so. it did
1: not occur to us at no. all. No. That's very funny because it, it just goes to show you, nothing you ever goes it the way you think it's going to go. <laughs> I was like, they'll see this guy and they'll know that they need to sneak up to him and get him before he rings the gong. Oh, cool. He has a gong. He must be in a band. Yeah. Right. I thought that the dude was like, there for
2: the ritual, waiting for the kids to be brought to Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what I thought too. I was like, that gong's gonna get wrong and then they're gonna eat the kids. That's what
2: I thought too. I thought the gong started the ritual. So wrong on the
1: gong.
0: They're funny.
1: The wrong gong. Um, wrong gong. So uh, some of these questions were a little bit longer, uh, but we shortened them a little bit uh, just so we could get to more questions. But Just Claire on Reddit asked, Murph specific, uh, how worried are you that story elements you spend minutes, hours, days planning will just get skipped by the party entirely? How much would you try to coax them into doing a specific thing without using too heavy a hand? Oh, that's, um, I sort of asked this I question. Think we yeah. kind of, I think we kind of talked about yeah. this, but uh, I kind of just set up Uh, You know, you you lay out breadcrumbs, you basically, you try to give them like three really great choices, and you hope that they go down one of those paths, and usually people (laughs) do. Sometimes you'll get somebody that'll just be like... I want to get a haircut, and you'll be like, "Fuck!" Now I
2: have to just pull
1: <laughs> right. a barber character
2: Yo, out I of. My head. I feel like that that's shit. the person
1: that, like, when a magician is
2: like pick a card, any card, they like try to pick one from the bottom, like just <laughs> to fuck up the trick. <laughs> right? Yeah, like,
1: they just take the bow tie off the magician. Yeah. I mean, I guess I ask. I'll ask you guys. Do you guys kind of feel like you can do anything, almost to a scary degree? <laughs> yes. I feel like I can do anything,
2: but also, just I. I think all of us want to go on the coolest adventure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we also all like being together. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: I just want to like. I always like just want to be part of the group and make sure everyone's safe. Mm -hmm. So that is a good directive to have in terms of like I'm not going to be like I jump off the cliff.
2: Right. Right. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and that. I guess I can totally imagine people playing like that, but it it would not be fun. I
0: also never want to like. I know like some. I don't like people. Aren't there like really annoying like characters or people who are like. Just like basically, like what do they call murder hobos or something like yeah, that? Yeah,
1: murder. Yeah, murder hobos are people who just ride into town and just kill whoever disagrees with them or is rude to them or anything like that. And they kind of don't do quests and just run into cities and just it becomes GTA essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't get that. I, right. wanna, I want to when I play video games, I want to open every single uh, chest. And armoire and drawer that I possibly can. I want to talk to every NPC that I can. And that's like how I like to play d too. Yeah.
4: I want to know, Murph, is there like one tavern we can go to where if we like find a secret wall, there's like a black void space. And there's going to be a treasure chest there like in Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there are there are treasures in secret places. What? I do have, I do have plans. Treasures I, it's, abound? it's not... I'm. I'm not encouraging you guys to like show up. Fuck to the a, kids! To Fuck, Fuck the kids! We're kids. finding the treasure. We're there's, heading there's back always... to Moonstone,
0: and I'm looking under that druid. Oh shit! I bet you he's sitting, <laughs> he's sitting fat on a treasure. Diamond.
1: <laughs> there's always you know hints to things like the big things, right? So. You would never, if you, for like instance, went glowing into the in tavern, the bay is a fucking jewel. <gasps> the thing you guys are what? You guys know what the thing glowing moonstone. in the in the bay is? Yeah, let's it's go a get stone? that. No, moonstone. it's the it's a trident. It's, it's a like trident. a staff. Let's yeah. go get that trident. We should, trident. Get, we should, we should definitely get that trident, get yeah. Yeah, we're murder This is, this is be- murder hobo behavior. <laughs> yeah, you're no, you're just going to steal saying. the, uh, yeah. oh, yeah. Or you
0: turn us into murder hobos. No,
4: this will be fun. We'll steal it, but then like we'll see all the fishermen looking sad, and we'll be like, okay, we'll have a come-to-Jesus moment. Yeah.
0: What if we steal it, then give it to the fishermen?
2: That's oh, cool. and they just put it back in the The fishermen? List. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're right. like, "Please, uh, we benefit from this." So being this is, here. is this is an we example just keep stealing it, and giving it to
1: them. <laughs> you don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, so oh, this is an, thank you, great heroes. <laughs> this is kind of an example of like how people can play in different ways, right? Yeah. So if you guys were, you know, if you guys showed up to this town and you were like, "Wait, there's a staff at the bottom of the water. I want to go out and I want to try to find it." There is a way that you guys could maybe get down there and get it, but then you might have to fight Shay or something, like the druids oh, of the whoa. town. You'd oh God, get I'll into, never fight and then you guys her. would be bad guys. You I just want to I mean? be
0: under her downward dog. <laughs> I just want her to go from downward dog to plank, giving me little kisses along the way. <laughs>
4: oh man! Just see her go through. The I just video. wanted her to cook, cook me dinner.
0: Ooh yeah. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about rocket money. Look, we're living in streaming subscription chaos, and that means that anytime I want to watch one TV show, I have to sign up for a whole network and remember to cancel it which I don't. That's where Rocket Money comes in. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It shows you all your subscriptions in one place, and if you see something you don't like, you can cancel it with a few taps. They'll also show you this month's spending compared to last and create a custom budget to keep your spending on track. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. That's rocketmoney.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W, rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. Goodbye, sweeties.
2: Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. You know, my favorite spring cleaning takeaway is that post clean clarity that you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? You may ask yourself. Well, it's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three month plan. Wow. How have you been affording that? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for just $15 a month. So say bye bye to those overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all of your existing contacts. So ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That is mintmobile.com pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com. .com slash pawpaw $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month new customers on first three month plan only speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan additional taxes fees and restrictions apply see mint mobile for details (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh C. Urbensky thirteen from Reddit asks Caldwell, do you come nope. up with Bevs, Pledges, Creeds on the spot, or do you think <laughs> of them before and recite them in the story as it fits them?
4: That's giving me so much credit. No, I, I like write them out in advance. Uh <laughs> which is arguably more impressive. I
0: think that's cooler, man. Yeah. Alright. I do.
4: I do like I try to yeah, I I Try to come up with like one or so every couple episodes. And I do write them out in Google Docs. And then before we start, I write them out on a green note card. <laughs> do you I've, remember I've, the I've Green Teen's you. Creed? Oh, I don't know if I could recite it off the top of my head. A Green Teen is never mean uh, something, something, sight, unseen. Our
1: something, our hearts serene. <laughs> To glean the sheen of a light unseen. There it is. Something like that. You're a better green team than I am.
0: I'm (laughs) kind of inspired by that. Now I think that Moonshine is going to start referencing um, Crick songs.
1: I know.
2: I I just want to. One day I want to show up here with note cards. I think that's my
0: goal.
2: (laughs)
1: I want to have a fucking folder.
0: Hey, Jake, maybe your note cards can just have like what your abilities are.
1: (laughs) Maybe you could just use like your action surge one time (laughs) or your second win.
2: Uh, I don't know. People have have potions for me. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god
3: <laughs> One day
1: Hard One day perhaps Hard One will return To Iron Deep And we'll get to meet All his uh, You know His foster oh parents my god, And his family It's and all so that. fun That we have like Three his first girlfriend oh,
0: <laughs> Wait you're Straight up orphaned You might meet Your actual parents someday Oh that'd be yeah. cool I was
2: left on the Base of the mountain
0: Do you think that Hard One's first girlfriend Was a dwarf
2: I think he's only ever Fucked dwarfs.
0: Yo Whoa. That's awesome He's, I, and I he's fucked women With beards
2: Right I wonder And that's I like, awesome. haven't decided In my head if I like, if I guess he's already expressed that your character is hot, so maybe he thinks that he other races He just think a
0: bunch. I mean, that's the fun part about D D is you can yeah. think a bunch of different uh, yeah. <laughs> creatures like, all right. are oh, hot. Yeah,
2: druids are hot, but
1: nothing's hotter than a dwarf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, druids you're are like... hot, but their faces are so mm, yeah. smooth. It's yeah, gross. Part, it's like a kitchen counter. Hard
1: one just has like a buried childhood crush that he can't get over. I love that's <laughs> just a beautiful <laughs> dwarf yeah, woman. His first love. The one that broke his heart.
4: I just can't wait for the very awkward dinner that we all have at my house. <laughs>
1: this is a case where oh. I am actually gonna type out uh, <laughs> hard one's lost dwarf love.
4: <laughs> I'm okay, so, I'm so excited. Some nestling into like your beard when you're sleeping, yeah. Yeah, our, be- our beard's entwined. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Nothing's purer than that.
0: Whoa. <laughs> really, this is beautiful. New relationship goals. Yeah. Spray
1: each other's beards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another question from Reddit. Lake Griffey asks... Um, he- This person asked a few questions, so I'll just I'll just do I'll do a couple of them because one of them is just real quick. Uh, A lot of people have actually asked us how we generated our ability scores, uh, whether we did the standard array where we use the preset numbers or if we rolled for them. We rolled for them. We rolled a bunch (laughs) of dice. We rolled them. We rolled them, um, but I think the total of the basic numbers that they give you is 72, so I try to make sure it's not too much in either direction. And I remember when Jake first rolled hard one, your total was like 95 or something. (laughs) It was really high. You had like, yeah, you had like three 18s or something, which is insane. So we literally just took like five points off of... Which, in retrospect, I'm very pissed about. Now (laughs) that I've been knocked out twice, I almost have. You would have had, like, a plus four in wisdom, which would have been insane for hard (laughs) one. Oh, no. So it's good that we took that away, actually. (laughs) I think
2: ultimately... My character should be dumb, because (laughs) it's (laughs) hard for me to play smart without being that.
0: (laughs) That is true. I actually have never played a character who's, like, super smart, because I just don't even... Like, the the idea of, like, being... Playing a character who's really well spoken and convincing is just right. like oh I have to role play that I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I will also say hard one's not dumb though because you're True. you're specifically playing True. a character that's kind of the sensible one like Moonshine right. and Beverly always want to do crazy stuff. Well, I think that right. that
2: definitely helps from like me me not knowing too much about the world, so I like I'm drawing from your part your story to like to make decisions. And dwarves
1: are steadfast and stubborn. Yeah,
0: yeah, so well, it makes
1: sense. I love it. Uh, second part of Lake Griffey's uh,
2: question like was... like Aragorn
0: with a side of Gimli.
1: Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> the
2: perfect man.
1: Uh, Aragorn with of, Gimli's beard. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of is what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'd ever want. <laughs> uh, Lake Griffey also asks, uh, what surprised you most when you played D&D for the first time? Is that for all of us or for That's Jake? That's for all, all of you guys, I guess. Hmm.
0: I'll say the first time I ever played D&D, it's like the very first moment when you're like... When you just say, "Okay, I do this." And in your mind, you're like, "Is anyone going to stop me from doing this?" like <laughs> and you can just do it is like that's the moment that that's the moment that either you get hooked or you aren't into d and d.
4: Mm. I think for me it was when I played D and D, and then I drew everyone's character, and everyone respected me for having a skill.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <That's beautiful. laughs> cool. uh, so, Jake, your first time ever playing D and D was literally the first episode of this podcast.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think a couple things, and he's only, only getting worse, me. <laughs> I'm dying more and more. I feel like I kind of knew I was going to like it, but I did not anticipate like the pure unbridled joy that's associated with it.
3: <laughs> it is.
2: It's like addicting. There was that. Yeah. There was a night where our plan was to play for like two hours. We or two. two yeah, we were gonna minutes. get like yeah.
1: a session or two in. For and an we episode. just like
2: basically played until midnight because. And after we were done playing, we were just like downstairs talking about what we were gonna do next time. Uh-huh. Yeah, like,
0: that was when when that night ended. I was kind of like, oh, like one more. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Maybe and that, we
0: should do one more. Yeah,
2: I would have done one more. Yeah. I probably would have done it until Fun. the morning.
0: Yeah. It was um, a
4: good-ass
2: night. We ate cheeseburgers, too. It was a great <laughs> night.
0: Fuck, it was a great
4: night. <laughs> Every other day sucks, okay? I think, I think
2: this, uh, the other thing that it, uh, surprised me, even though like I still don't get a lot of it, 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 it was surprisingly easy to, like, fall into step, especially playing with uh, you guys since you know what you're doing.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. I I think that, you know, and I've seen a lot of people tweeting about this or posting on the Reddit, people asking how to play you just have to play. Like, you just kind of pick it up as you go along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And the rule, especially as a player, the rules really aren't that complicated. As a caster, it gets a little bit more difficult. Right. But
0: even as a DM, it's like, yeah, you'll make mistakes, and only you will know your mistakes, kind
1: of. <laughs> right. You yeah. Know? You just need a basic understanding of the rules. You don't need to... And you listen to our... And, like, everybody listening right now listens to the
2: show, probably. Uh, yeah. It's not, like, a tightly scripted, no. immaculate... thing. <laughs> like, right. And you're allowed to I'm discuss.
3: You're
2: allowed to discuss things liar, yeah. and ask questions, and yeah. even you guys would played forever, you're like, uh-huh. oh, what? Is, like, what do I add to that, or what, which dice do I roll for that? Yeah, relative relative is, spell.
0: best description I've heard of it is collective storytelling. So, like, if you were like, oh, I want to DM, but like, I'm scared, I don't know all the rules. Yeah, like you don't have to. You guys, you as a group, can kind of make up the rules to a certain extent. There, there yeah. is malleability within the rules.
1: Yeah. You can do like house rules a little bit, sure. Yeah. yeah. And then I think as as a DM, you also learn, once you learn the basic rules, you can kind of apply that to everything. Like when um, Beverly decided to use the snake fang to stab the frog. Right. You just have to take a second and kind of think. You have to be like, Well, this is this is something I'm gonna have to pull out of my ass. But okay, <laughs> no, let's think about it. So it's a fang. So it'll work like a dagger. What's a dagger? It's a D four plus your modifier. Right. So that's how that works. Plus, it would also do probably some poison damage. So I give him a d6 of poison damage, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's you know it's balanced and stuff. Caldwell yeah. gets to feel like he improvised something cool,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> which oh, he did. Which oh, he um, did. Yes. It was cool. Yep. It was
1: cool. It was dangerous.
0: Yeah, you bitch Go slapped on, someone with. You that. did bitch slap yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody
1: with a fang, which is pretty dope.
0: I will say though, that's also one of the fun things about uh, playing is like. It's, maybe it's because I often play with uh, Murph as my DM, so it's like kind of like my husband. So I have like a bit of like that. <laughs> a little bit. I have a bit of, but it's like fun to throw stuff. at Caldwell
1: also has that, which is <laughs> just from doing a book club and stuff together. Yeah. I think you guys are my rebellious children. Yeah. And weirdly enough, Jake is probably the good boy. Yeah. No, but he'll
0: get there though. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, Jake's true. gonna join that's the Nasty it's... Boy squad. Don't worry. But
0: that's that's always the fun part to be like, I wanna do this. And then seeing like the gears work in your head where you're like, okay, well, you'd have to roll, I'll give it to you if you can roll like, that's gonna be like a DC 19 Bluff check or something like that. Right. Being a DM
4: is absolutely just like being a dad where you have to, like, bargain with your children. We're like, if you do your chores, I'll give you this treat. And (laughs) for us, the treats are, like, getting to do something cool if we do a good enough (laughs) (laughs) roll.
1: Yeah. We're very lucky that you're willing to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's also, we were talking before about, like, consequences and everything. And I think kind of the way I think about it is that your players are as badass as, like, Legolas, but they're not Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can't do completely insane shit that breaks the world and makes it so there's no consequences, but you could ride a shield down some yeah. stairs and try to crash through people. Yeah. But That's also, something you could do. Legolas but also,
0: <laughs> I, like the, I like that loophole. One of the beautiful loopholes in D&D is that, like, a nat 20... Like bumps you up. It's not like you go from nineteen to twenty. Like a Nat twenty will let you do shit that you normally could not do. Yeah,
4: you do Michael Jordan long arm dunk. Yeah,
0: so you that's when you get like (laughs) I feel like Michael
2: Jordan in Space Jam, not Bugs Bunny. Well, a Nat
0: twenty, I feel like Nat twenty is like your Bugs Bunny moment.
1: No, no,
2: it's
0: not. Obviously, you couldn't do something physically like physically insane that like defied the laws of physics. But I think that like you get to do something that your character couldn't do. Otherwise, I
4: will say that making a toad fall in love
1: with you is pretty. bunny <laughs> as far as go. well no it, well that's that's the thing right if you were like I want to seduce this bully one yeah. and you rolled a 20. That's yeah. it's not gonna work no matter what. Should have done true, that. Yeah, true. that's not right. gonna work no matter what. A mating call, on the other hand, mm-hmm. if you roll a nat twenty on a mating call, then you just did a fucking brilliant mating call, and yeah. this bullywug thinks that there's another bullywug out in the swamp. You could get the bullywug to jerk off. <laughs>
2: you can't get. <laughs> that's it what I'm
0: yeah. saying. That's my point. Is I do feel like you would get the bullywug to uh-huh. jerk off. <laughs> right. I'll 20. give you. I'll 20. give you a hand job.
1: I'll give you. A, I'll give you a hand job, but I'm not gonna blow you. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly, exactly how this goes.
2: That's the difference between a
1: nineteen and a twenty. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those were from Lake Griffey. I also want to thank Lake Griffey because Lake Griffey has been answering people's questions on the Aww. Reddit who want to be DMs and stuff. So I think that's very cool valuable part of this uh, yeah. little community that we have so far. I, I really want to be able to encourage more people to DM. So I, I really appreciate your work. Let's see here. Somebody asked. I realize these are now. Now I realize these are a lot of uh, DM questions. That's fine. That's okay, answer. but That's we fine. can we can all kind of talk about it. Um, somebody said, "If when you do another campaign, will you switch up who will be the DM?" Oh, fuck it! I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
0: I have I have been vaguely interested, however. I have many hobbies, and I see the way that being a DM has taken over Murph's life, and I don't know that I would have the time for it. I sometimes wonder.
4: I DM, like, a, wouldn't call it DMing, but I I run, like, a vague campaign for uh, Drawfee called Draga, which is, like, a drawing-based version of Dungeons & Dragons, where uh, instead of uh, rolling dice, you essentially just, like, draw what you want to do. And I really enjoy doing that. So I, I could definitely be tempted to uh to try that out but i also am like emily
2: and have a, a lot going on <laughs> so <Yeah.
3: laughs>
2: i would I mean, obviously, no. I could not DM for a very, very long time. But I will say that it would be very fun to play
1: with you as a we
3: as should a do. We level. should oh. do
1: bonus episodes, maybe. Hey,
0: where oh, we, where we do one-shots one one
1: us... where you guys.
2: I DM. would
0: definitely DM a one-shot. That'd be fun. Uh-huh. that'd be
1: super cool because that'd be fun to play with Murph, just yeah. like you having Papa
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: or your own version of it. Yeah, it is. It is interesting when you're when you're doing something like this because the dynamic would kind of change completely right and so for us to all play together and let's say that we do a full campaign that lasts a couple years and everybody gets up to level 20 and there's some big epic boss fight and you guys save the world or whatever and we've done you know hundreds of episodes together or something to then completely change (laughs) it yeah Seems kind of crazy, but I, you know, but I think we could also experiment with
3: yeah. it.
0: I feel like an interesting question here is Murph. You play multiple characters, but you also DM multiple campaigns. Which do you prefer, or is that even, or is that like not even? Is it not about that?
1: I think I kind of I I prefer DMing, but it's o- I feel like it's only really possible to give your heart and soul to like one campaign. Like when I'm hmm. DMing now that I'm DMing this. Our kind of New Jersey crew is suffering. Oh, no. Thank God I'm not suffering. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Do they know? I yes. Because okay. we haven't we haven't been playing as often and um you know, also when it's not being recorded. Right. You also don't need to be quite as consistent. So right. you can be like I the have a kind of a there. general idea of what's going here. Yeah. And yeah. then I can shoot from the hip a bit. Absolutely. Whereas when we're all playing together, Moonstone, I know it like the back of my hand. So you guys you guys can <laughs> wow. say, I wanna go. To Try to talk to this person, or I want to go find yeah. this or something. I will have an answer for that, and that's a lot of work it's to true. like Wait, know the. I do this wanna... is
0: fun. I want to ask about Moonstone. Oh yeah, yeah, is yeah. Is there a brothel in Moonstone?
1: There is not a brothel in Moonstone. Is there an ice cream store? There is not an ice cream store. Fuck.
0: <laughs> what? What are? Uh, how many restaurants are there in? Yeah, in that's a Moonstone? good question.
1: There's not. There's uh, the Hungry Trout Inn in Tavern, and there is a, another like smaller inn. Is there that an excellent food at? It's right. a very, it's a very, very small village.
0: What kind of food?
1: Yeah, do they have it's coffee? Fish. In Bohemia, they have coffee. Yeah. <laughs> right. but Can you know, I get a flat white?
3: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: just go up to Mishka and order, order a tea, a complicated order a green latte. tea, <laughs> order a green tea. No eggs. Like splat. when I asked her yeah. if I if her largest beer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, somebody somebody asked a question that is kind of interesting, and perhaps we can all weigh in. Yeah. Uh, somebody said, uh, this is Cult of the Helix Fossil. Okay. Great, oh, great name uh, from little, Reddit. Little Twitch plays Pokemon throwback. Uh, said that uh, they're damning right now, uh, and we've had some issues with characters not getting along. Players work together, but personality types of characters clash, making me worried that one character is going to end up just killing another and ending the campaign. Whoa. Without metagaming too much. How... How do you or would you handle infighting among the party? How do you plan to make sure this party hmm. stays as a party rather than just disbanding? This Damn. is
0: crazy shit. I will say that there was one session for one campaign that me and Murph are in, and the, but Murph does not DM it. And things got tense. And we had to, like, text each other afterwards to be like, hey, uh... <sighs> We're all cool, right? Well, Whoa. I think that's the Damn. key.
1: That's the key, right? Is like talking to the other players. So I would encourage, uh-huh. this, I would encourage this person, uh, Cult of the Helix Fossil, to talk to your players. Yeah, you guys don't feel like? Do you guys think there's going to be big tension with like Hard One and I mo- cannot imagine and it really doesn't Beverly like in it. the future. I
0: cannot imagine a world where any of my d d characters, like, doesn't like another.
2: Right. This I mean, is so much fun to play. Yeah. I can't quite imagine, being, like, sitting sitting here rolling dice and being in a bad mood <laughs> because somebody's been mean to my human raised by dwarves.
4: Why? Well, I, I think, like, I mean, again, at the end of the day, it's about telling a story, and, like, uh, a- any good story needs a little conflict. So, right. like, I think, that, I think that that in and of itself can be fun to, mm-hmm. like, kind of inject that conflict. But I yeah, I don't think we're gonna get like mad at each other. And I think like if if you you can find a way for that conflict to be fun, it seems like maybe this group is like just kind of like uh roadblocking each other
3: a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I
0: wonder. I would I would maybe encourage the DM to like kind of reach out to people individually or like to try to kind of figure out like, oh, is this person mad because it feels because they feel like they're trying to make yeah. a move. And then this other person is like railroading it, in which case you could reach out to the other person and be like, right. you know, like, uh, like, maybe. DMing
1: life in addition to the game. Yeah. 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 Well, kind of the, the classic DD problem is the paladin versus the rogue, right? Right. Yeah. Because sometimes you have somebody who wants to play and they want to be a hero. They want to do the good stuff and they want to conquer all the quests and save people and stuff. And then you have other people that just want to do whatever they want. So, for instance, it could cause infighting if you guys are in that bar in the first episode and you guys are fighting the barbarians and stuff, and then somebody in the party is like, let's kill Mishka and steal whatever's behind the bar. Right. Right. It's like, that's fucked up. I think that would piss me off as a player. Yeah,
4: or if one of them tried to smoke
2: weed. (laughs) <laughs> I, oh you just my have to God. remind everybody that Aragorn was once Strider you know like yeah. <laughs> he was wandering that's through Middle so, Earth alone that's so true and he, he didn't rise to his yeah. uh, his rightful his rightful throne until he partnered with uh, Legolas and Gimli yeah
0: and until he learned how to work yeah. as a team. Mm-hmm. I actually think that that is the ni- just to be serious for a second. I think that is the nice thing about D and D is that it does it kind of like teaches you it gets you out of the mindset of like I'm the hero of the story. I'm the main character. Yeah, and it's like. Everyone's involved. Absolutely. Communication the skills. The thing that gets right.
2: you out of uh, "I'm the hero of this story" mindset is uh, being knocked out. Yeah, <laughs> You're Like,
3: help me with your oh. potion.
4: I think another solution might be to just like roast those two members in a separate group, group chat.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> just like, my aggressive like. yeah, yeah. that's really good advice though. Just start a group <laughs> chat with just like the two members who are fighting, and oh. then be like, "Hey, he like, I see, I see that tension. Yeah. Let's talk." Let's We've all also talk had. This out.
1: You know, I, I think if it plays into the story and if everybody's having fun, it can be a good thing. But it can't. absolutely. But when you don't want to have too much player versus player combat, because then they're just, you know, you don't, you don't do want to you have. You're not s- doing shit. You're, then you're not uh-huh. doing anything. And then people can be real cheap asses. Like, yeah. if you guys just decided to kill each other, you guys could just decide while you're camping for a long rest. It's just like hard one tries to chop Moonshine's head off. Uh-huh. I
2: would oh never. Even
1: no, don't. Papa Please would don't. kill me. Go,
4: Goku <laughs> and Vegeta were like number one enemies and now like they babysit each other's kids. Right. So it's like Whoa. anything's possible.
0: That's beautiful. <laughs> Can I get that on a t-shirt, a bumper sticker, a, a, some juicy sweatpants?
1: <laughs> we had Just all like that on the, butt. the
0: entire ass. We had a fun
1: <laughs> conflict in one campaign that we played where um Emily's character and a few of the other characters got into a bar fight with uh, a dude that they didn't need to get into a bar fight with. They just got into a fight with him. He mm, I'd could, say
0: he we he was to being rude, but like
1: him. Han Solo rude, not yeah. like evil rude. Um, yeah,
0: he needed to learn a lesson. That's <laughs> my that's die. that's my close-minded religious cleric. So anyway, yeah. they got
1: into a fight with this. Uh, She's also this, a
0: huge drunk.
1: This dude. <laughs> She got in a fight with this dude in this bar and he had all of his friends there. It was like his hangout spot. So him and his friends beat the shit out of the whole party, knocked everyone out, stole all of their stuff and threw them out into the street. So then one of the characters had to go make a deal with this like evil shadow organization and he essentially had to sell his soul to help get everybody's stuff back. Whoa. So then that character became evil. So he's an NPC now. So you can kind of turn these conflicts into ways that the game is still fun without having it be PVP. Problem solving. right?
0: Yeah, I guess maybe maybe that's the thing is like, are they getting mad at each other because their characters are getting mad at each other? In which case, like, you can work with that. Or are they getting mad at each other because they as people are like, pissed at each other, in which case you're going to have to start that separate group text.
3: Right.
1: (laughs) Like if you're playing with somebody who's playing lawful good and they get pissed anytime somebody lies or anytime somebody drinks or anytime somebody does something that's rude, that's really annoying. But if you're playing a chaotic neutral and you, you know, stab everybody or you just go steal stuff everywhere you get, that's annoying too, because then that makes the whole party a bunch of you know, stupid ruffians. I love that this has turned into like relationship
4: talk with Adam Carolla. (laughs) This is love line
0: line for groups of uh, four to seven.
4: (laughs) Uh, I love how, wait, can I just like briefly say, I'm looking at how we're all sitting in the room right now. And if you took a picture, like each of the ways that we're sitting, like fully represents how, our characters act in the (laughs) (laughs) game.
2: Your your posture is perfect, leaning forward towards the mic.
0: I am like sitting in a chair like it's a hammock. (laughs) Uh Uh, And Jake
1: has an ax. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This one uh, might be our last question uh, because I am not gonna answer it at all because I don't wanna give you guys any kind of spoilers. I just wanna hear you guys talk about it. Ooh. This is from Reddit. Username 456123. Nice. Says, your classic name? reference that was available. Yeah. Classic says so. The original three heroes of Bohemia are in hiding. Does that mean it would be possible for Hard One, uh, Beverly, and Moonshine to run into them? That would be really interesting. Ooh. I absolutely I want definitely to...
0: want to run into them. Yeah,
2: yeah, I want to too.
1: I want to have
4: like a um, Luke Skywalker on Octo moment with uh, the the <gasps> Paladin.
0: That's yeah, what I... I was thinking. Is like I'd love to run <gasps> oh. into them. Like almost like. Beards grown out, like disillusioned look in their eyes, like drinking too much.
4: What if we all met up with like the corresponding heroes and we did like separate training missions with them?
0: (laughs) No, but I would say being separate in D&D is always really disappointing. Oh, yeah.
4: It's hard. It's hard because like you're kind of sitting around, um, cracking like excellent jokes while they're doing like cool action stuff, and like your jokes are like super good,
2: <laughs> but you feel like you're missing out. You also out.
0: like want to get in there. Yeah,
2: our characters like probably worship these these heroes, right? Like I, yeah. I know that hard one is like super into the dwarf guy.
1: Absolutely, what's like, the dwarf guy's name? Olfgar. Ulfgar. Yeah, Olfgar, yeah, Ulfgar, who's a fighter. It's uh, like a Alanis. drawing of
2: Ulfgar on his cave wall back home. <laughs> yeah. Dude,
0: he should get an Ulfgar calf tattoo. I'm uh, I really will do it.
2: Yeah, well, you guys have, you have yet to prick me with something. What was, what was the tattoo that I was going to get? Opal <laughs> Aladdin style? <laughs> Maybe next episode I should get I should get the tattoo. Yeah. We should meet
3: a, a
4: tattoomancer. I think I think Beverly definitely has like an action figure of uh the paladin character. You mean the mm-hmm. cleric?
1: Oh yeah, the cleric. Yeah, it's sorry. a mm-hmm. it's a cleric, uh, mm-hmm. that's the Allah. Yeah. Then there's Ulfgar, that's the dwarf fighter, and mm-hmm. then there's Alanis, who is the elf wizard. It's definitely closer to a Barbie doll, but he likes it anyway. <laughs>
3: Truthfully,
0: I don't think Moonshine would idolize any of them, but I think it's just out of ignorance. I think she just hasn't like been exposed to them enough right. because she's been living in that insular crick until yeah. it went amiss mm-hmm. and then had to wander out a bit.
1: Yeah. I can't wait for us all to go to the crick someday. Oh,
2: oh, me too.
0: <laughs>
2: After all, we've heard about the crick. <laughs> amazing hospitality. But what's amiss? The fact- <laughs> What's going on at the crick? <laughs> I want us to go there and it's like a
4: wet and wild theme park. It was never actually a crick. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's very built up. It's just like
0: a wizard casts an illusion of a crick, and we've all been worshiping it <laughs> and bathing in it daily. That's why we smell like shit because we think we're bathing in water, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's just a, a wizard.
2: <laughs> crawling with pawpaws.
0: <laughs> this
2: is a possum infestation.
0: This isn't a crick. (laughs) This
2: is a a little possum hive. Um,
4: Cool, guys. Those are all the questions I have prepped. Was there anything? Uh, Oh, uh, the only thing that somebody, I don't have the name ready, but somebody asked, like, what merit badges I have. And I have been keeping a tally. Really? Oh, Uh, this
3: is I have a
4: list. I don't have it with me, but I I would like to give this opportunity for the group to decide uh, which merit badges I have that I haven't mentioned yet. Are there any merit badges? The only one that I was thinking of. Is it like giving Beverly merit badges that uh, seem cool at first but are actually super lame? So, like, I don't know how to play the violin, but I have violin appreciation. <laughs> 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 so just That's
0: like, really funny. Yeah,
4: just like... Knowledge
1: of things, but not not any uh, application.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, I
2: like that a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I feel I, like is there? I mean, you were uh, were you an Eagle Scout? You yeah. said before. Um, oh, there's some really lame ones. Yeah, like they...
0: you have maps drawing, but not but not maps reading. reading. Yeah,
4: <laughs> definitely cartography, but definitely not like uh, navigation. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think about like the... fire putting out, but not starting.
3: Yeah,
4: 100. Uh, I have a, I had a badge called like emergency preparedness which was just like it was not how to administer like first aid or anything it was just, just like how kid. to yeah how to identify that someone's having a heart attack not how to fix it <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, I'm really good at calling
1: 911. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Beverly would definitely have some kind of manners badge or oh, something. Oh yeah, like an oh, etiquette badge right. for sure. Maybe like
0: utensil identification. I feel like yeah, I've, I've p-
1: got like a whole section of my sash for
4: that.
2: Right? Yeah, right. like you know how to you know how to cut and prepare, uh, like. Uh, game like yeah. if you're we oh, hunting yeah. but you don't know how to kill any of it, <laughs> no, 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 certainly or not. Or
0: cook it because yeah. you don't have your cooking right. badge, but you we can know carve that. it very,
2: <laughs> very evenly. I think That's there's so like
0: so funny if you know how to carve a cooked bird, but you don't know how to cook it.
4: <laughs> I don't know how to build the trap. <laughs> I think that there's like a whole section, I think there's probably like sections that are required to like move up in the ranks, and one of them is just called Little Gentleman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That'd be kind of fun if you just had an emotional openness one. Oh, absolutely. So that, like, like a vulnerability badge or something <laughs> like that, just because it'd be fun for you to be like, look... I know how to do this. I have this badge.
4: It's also very fun, like anytime I do something sincere for me to just instantly like put a little booklet in your face and be like, that was actually just requirements for this yeah, badge.
2: <laughs> Is there, do you have a badge that you are hoping for? Is there like one badge well, that you want more than anything? Um,
4: the, the cooking badge, as we mentioned, I do not have the cooking badge. I hope you really suck
0: at it for a while. <laughs> It'd be really funny if you're like this badass who's like yeah. just felling... Uh, creatures and you can't get your cooking badge
1: (laughs) decapitating shit (laughs) I also loved that uh, we were talking about how because you know in the players manual and stuff and and you get to choose your subclass at level three Mm -hmm. and then you'll be able to talk to animals and I was like well you'll probably become a junior green knight once you can talk to animals and your response is very funny which is like yeah I think I need my animal relations badge animal relations (laughs) badge is it's so funny to call it animal it just sounds like you're fucking animals
2: That's oh, a log mating call right there. To have...
0: me, it sounds like you're booking a trip for an animal. <laughs> God, yeah.
4: Once I once I get that skill, I'm going to be so much better at mating
1: calls.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh, there is going to be
1: such an uptick in shenanigans once Beverly <laughs> can speak to fucking animals. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. That's
0: going to be every... Even though you're this powerful paladin, every single Beverly turn is going to be like... Um, can I do a perception check if there are any that animals is around?
2: My shit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Beverly wants to talk Murph to a worm. Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, Murph will be like, I don't know, I guess there's a worm. Cool. I talk to the worm. Yeah, it's going to be like, are
1: there any beetles about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, in addition to mapping out the NPCs in the town, I need to think of every bug that, that Beverly might speak to. Oh, yeah. That's a ladybug. No. You know the
4: Beverly's.
0: On. Wait, am I? I'm going to be able to speak to animals too, I yeah, bet.
4: God damn it. Oh, man.
0: Wow, we're going to have a real fucking zoo of a time. That's going to be great.
2: Because you guys are going to have to translate for a hard one because I'm also going to want to talk to the animals. Yep. We're going to have so many inside jokes be great
0: I was gonna definitely be laughing like he understood as well
2: hot <laughs> ah, that horse is funny I know yeah. uh,
0: yep I can also understand that horse
2: <laughs> I hard just one. needed I can... to speak a little louder what did the horse say Bev
0: <laughs> I know
4: who your parents are
0: hard one
2: Did uh, the horse say something about me nah no no
0: <laughs> that'd be really funny he was like hard one <laughs> okay I know that that horse is talking about me
2: that's just he made my fucking name that time guys
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you made my name cool guys so i think we're gonna wrap it up uh thank you again for all the reviews we'll continue to do bonus episodes as we hit certain benchmarks and stuff i think we'll we'll announce it on the actual uh episodes of the podcast yep. what kind of uh bonus episodes and stuff we're thinking about doing. But um, we appreciate all your questions. We're going to go on the Reddit, r not another D&D podcast, and we will answer more questions, anything we didn't get to. Yeah,
0: baby.
2: That's right. And if you leave
1: another review with the five stars, we'll give you the shout out. Oh, yeah, Yeah, we'll give you the shout out next episode. We already had a bunch at the end of um, this last episode that just came out.
0: They are fun.
1: They are fun. You guys did a great job. They were very funny. Thank you. It's just
0: like a chance to write in another person's voice. Oh,
1: beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There were also a lot of people asking about, um, you know, I I know we had a bunch of DM questions and stuff here, but there were even more asking how to play and how they can find people to play with and everything. And I would love to, you know, I don't know, maybe even once a week or something I can do like an Ask Me Anything or whatever, and we can talk about DMing and stuff. Because it's been super cool seeing people like, you know, we had one person send us a picture of them, uh,
3: with the players handbook book. they just yeah. bought it I love People that are getting
2: shit. into D&D. Yeah, somebody commented i think it was their name was K said in reddit just like i'm uh-huh. it, after never played they listen to the podcast and now they want to start a campaign yeah be. it yeah. seems That's there's awesome.
1: so many there's so many of those people on the subreddit you guys should play together like i oh, and we're happy to kind of help facilitate that
0: it's also just a super fun way to hang out with your friends
1: yeah. yeah we have
0: multiple groups that we just go to cabins play forever it's just a great way to hang out with friends right too. but
1: even but we also play on skype uh, yes. with our friends across the country the Jersey people. so if you guys you know on the subreddit are interested in playing um, maybe I'll set up a thread or something where um, we can have volunteer DMs or people people can also really? learn how to DM it's not as hard as it seems you just have to read one book And also if everybody is, if everybody is learning together, then everybody's patient. And if it's, you know, I I think this community and this fandom and stuff will be cool, nice people. Yeah. Yeah. Positive. It better be. What we hope to facilitate. So let's get some more DMs and let's get some not another D&D podcast games going, people. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Um, you. Thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, all the questions. And thank you. uh, David sent me a DM screen. Oh, Yeah.
0: Oh, listener that David. Shit. Cool. Thank you. It was,
1: it was so dope. I have the regular five E DM screen which has so much useless information on it. Uh David sent me a new one, so now I got lots of pertinent pertinent shit. That's if awesome. you want to
4: send us stuff, you can do it at nineteen twenty Hillhurst Avenue, number two two two, Los Feliz,
2: California nine zero zero two seven.
0: If you send us miniatures, I'll paint them because I have a painting. I'm oh, a I painting ordered kid my at home.
2: miniature, so I. I, I know. Really, really so don't that do not Jake one.
0: That was a group text where Jake kept sending a picture of this of this miniature he designed, and he's like, "I'm so tempted, I'm so tempted," <laughs> I mean, and, the and I was like, labos, "By the way, I have miniature painting set. You could paint it." And he was like, "Ordering <laughs> it so fast." <laughs>
1: I did order it instantly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, guys, but um, check out our other projects. Uh, Emily and I have a book out, Hey You Up, How to Turn Your Booty Call into Your Emergency Contact. It's a satirical relationship advice book. Obviously, listen to this next episode of this podcast when it comes out on Thursday. Tell your friends. Subscribe, tell your friends. Five stars. Hash, Tell your friends.
2: Hashtag. By the way, is a really great way to
1: uh, get people get other converts and play. Right. Oh. Yeah. And the more the more attention this gets, the more people that listen to this, the more episodes we'll do, the more bonus episodes we'll do. Yeah.
0: No, but Jake has a great point, which is like, if you're like, oh, I really want to play D anD D, but I don't know anyone who knows it. Just have them listen to this, Maybe and we, then if we
2: convinced you. We might convince your friends. Oh, yeah. Then that you
0: can. Then if all your friends get into it, then you book a fucking cabin, and you're like, let's give this a fucking whirl.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Book a cabin with your friends. <laughs> you
1: <can't laughs> all right, boom. guys. Listen to If I Were You. Watch Drawfee. Listen to Apeit Book Club. Call it again. Anything else? Hashtag NadPod on Twitter uh, if you want to talk about the show.
0: We're also gonna try. Someone suggested an Instagram for all the cool art, and I'm gonna try to make that.
1: Yeah, and we'll have if if people want to be featured on there, we'll have yes. Them send I'll it contact to us.
0: you. I won't yeah. put it on there without permission, of course.
1: Cool. Thanks, Sweet. guys. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, may the Baba Yaga take you this night. May Bahamut keep you. or bless.